Welcome to the New Front Door podcast, with practical advice and fundamental principles to help churches and Christian ministries communicate, promote, plan, and support loving community and gospel proclamation. For more information, visit newfrontdoor.org. In this episode, Christian DeKevitt and Mikey Lynch give advice on how to help your average church volunteer cope with being overwhelmed by the complexity of church database software. I would think if you had a lot of older, I'd be keen to hear what Christian says, but I might, I, I would make the decision possibly, don't require them to have to interact with it ever. So have it something that you, you have, say they're aware that this is the new software tool we use as a database and for other things, um, so they know that's what we're now using, but don't require them to have to log in. I, I think that's, you know, make, set up the system in a way that it doesn't require that kind of thing. In which case, it can be very simple that the church can just have in the bulletin the logo and say, we can use a new database, rostering, and email software. This is where we keep these things with careful privacy policies in place. If you're concerned or would like more information, we'd be happy to talk with you. That's all you, all you would need. Yeah, because it's, it's, that, that would be my thoughts. But do yeah, you have, yeah. I mean, what's been the experience at um, Summerlee's Church where you go? You have some people older, yep. some people younger. Yeah. Yep. Um, so... There are, I would agree with that, and I think what that then does is potentially limit some of the functionality that you can use, um, just because, you know, and, and, and as Mikey has said a number of times, even if you do have a young university-based congregation, it's not necessarily that they're going to desire to engage with Elvanto. You, you know, that, their ability to do so is much higher, but they might not want to. <laughs> Uh, and you have to be able to sort of cope with that as well. Um, having said that, there are some things, concessions they make. So, for example, with automated emails, there's actually an automated letter functionality that goes hand in hand. So you can put in email text as well as letter text and then send that letter through our Vanta. And print it like a mail merge. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So that instead of an email for that person, that will automatically become a letter instead and that is obviously very useful if you need to mass. And they've got a wonderful mailing list sticker thing that you can type in. You know, you can buy the, the right sticker printer so it will print straight yeah. onto the stickers and be put straight onto the envelope. That's right. Without so, having to know your office sort of wizardry. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. And yeah. That, that means for them they get the benefits of using Avanto without necessarily even knowing it exists because they get the letter. And, you, you know, and uh, that's something they're used to and they're used to the church sending them letters. Now, that's only something they've added in the last 18 months, and I think that's in response to that problem. Um, Another thing I'd do is make it very case by case. So if it was a, a leader who was an older leader, like a retired person who says, I want to give, give some of my retirement to ministry, um, and, and then, then I'd, I'd rather than say you have to own and understand the whole thing, I'd go, which things do you need to understand, and just focus on that, to go, you need to log attendance, all right, don't worry about the rest, do your best, which is, which is what younger people do naturally. They filter out and they just ignore and zero in on what to do. You know, I see my kids who just grown up using stuff and they just do that expertly. They, they find the, the button and so on. So, so I'd be doing that. I'd sit down with you with the screen together. I wouldn't do it and say, oh, it's simple, you just do this. I'd say, now, you, you go and click on the thing. Now, you see what this says? Now, that's the bit you go to. Um, and, and I'd do it with you and go, now, that's all you need to do. There's a menu down the side pretend it's not there, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And at the end of those meetings, I'll always say to the person, now, I want you to know that at the end of this meeting, I'm assuming the first time that you do this by yourself, 
you'll forget everything that we just did then, which is fine. So you just give me a call and, and you can talk me, I'll talk you through it on the phone. That, that's the kind of approach I'd take. And if you then stay involved, then probably slowly through that, the confidence would grow. And do you think that's a fair call? I think that's a fair call. I think the other thing that's key is that documentation that you said. And, that, and that's partly because when someone approaches a system for the first time, even if you've just said to them, just find the groups, they open the menu and there's 30 options. That is cognitive overload. <laughs> for, and the other thing about Alvanto is it does have some nasty UI surprises. I'm not sure if any of you have hit these. So UI means user. Yep, so the user interface. So somewhere, for example, on a people flow, just to give you a very small example, there might be a, something that says 15 not started. You click that and you see nobody. And you go, well, why? There's 15 people that haven't started this step. Now, the reason for that is then they're, they're not due yet. But nothing in the interface tells you that to expect when you click on the 15, it will show zero. That's actually, I mean, we're constantly talking to Avanto about these kinds of things and about the problems, the, I guess, some of their documentation, as Mikey said, is um, written in a way that presumes you understand Alvanto. Mm. And so producing your own documentation that actually says, look, open the menu and click this word groups and then click this <laughs> and do this it frees someone up from even having to think about understanding the rest of the system. And it's actually a worse problem for someone like me who then goes in and goes, oh, what's all this other stuff? Let me have a look at, you know, someone who's curious will actually probably make more of a mess than someone who's frightened by the system. So giving someone a narrow path to go through <laughs> is actually the most helpful thing that you can do for both sides of the spectrum. Podcast was brought to you by New Front Door, the Church IT Guild. New Front Door exists to help churches and Christian ministries to use IT tools to support IT volunteers, to love people, and proclaim the gospel more deeply, efficiently, and effectively. For more information, visit newfrontdoor.org.